Welcome to Power in the Word program brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God Solution Center, the house of prayer for all nations where the Word changes your world. Today, our spiritual mother in the Lord, Pastor Dr. Esther Obasike, continues to empower the family through teaching on the series themed The Family Altar. Be sure to follow from beginning to the end of the series and you will be blessed. Joel prophesied that a latter days revival will be a family affair. Note it. And God has allowed us to be at homes now. Compose really. So that we can attract his presence in our homes for that revival. Then we have seen an evangelist that started from home. All his daughters were prophetesses. Right now we want to look at the first gentile believer in the entire gospel. The first gentile believer that received the Holy Spirit, it was in a home setting. Acts 10, 1 to 3, the Bible says, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man, and one that feared God with all his house. The man that feared God with all his house. This is the introduction of this man, a man that his family was named after God which gave much arms to the people and prayed to God always. He feared the Lord with his entire family. He was a philanthropist and he was a man that prayed always. Look at the three areas. He feared God. He was a generous man, a philanthropist and at the same time he prayed always. He saw in a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day an angel of the Lord coming to him and saying to him, Cornelius, you know the remaining story, how eventually God answered his prayers and sent to him Peter for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And when Peter landed, he gathered his family. He didn't go to the synagogue. He didn't go to the church. Why I'm saying this is that some of us are complaining so much that we are missing fellowship, but I can tell you, If you don't use this opportunity very well, you may never get it again. Be wise. Let's look at the profile of this man. Number one, he was a Gentile. Number two, of course, Gentiles were people without covenant. He was a man without covenant, but in his own ways, religiously feared the Lord. Before the Holy Ghost came, brought salvation, and brought baptism of the Holy Ghost. He was a centurion. That means a military commander. In other words, he was a very influential man. So, I want to change and scatter your worldview. Some of you think that this Christianity is for the low-profile people. This Christianity, Bible study, prayer, all these things are for people middle class, lower class. For we, the upper class, we don't need all this stuff. Hey, hey, hey. You better need him now because you will need him later. Some of us think that these are for social status people who are so low, they are the grassroots. We call them the grassroots. That these are for the grassroots. That we, we are up there. Some people are grassroots, others are hopping up. Let me tell you, this man was a military commander, but a seeker of God. Highly influential, extremely wealthy, extremely wealthy. Yet, he feared the Lord with his family. The Bible says he was a devout man. 
in the military, when they say devote, that is the highest level of commitment. So, in other words, this man was so committed, he had the highest level of commitment. And they said he prayed always. In other words, you can have money, you can have position, you can have influence, and you still need God. Prayer is inviting God. So he did not do big manism. In Nigeria, we call some of those people who think that they don't know God. We say they do big manism. No, 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 he didn't do big manism. In that his powerful status, he will still gather people. He will still pray with people. He will still have fellowship with people. He will still have a powerful meeting with people. So please, I want you to know, the first gentleman that received Jesus as Lord and Savior and received the baptism of the Holy Ghost was a very influential man. Not a very poor man, not a poor man by any means. If you look at Acts chapter 10, 24 to 48, the Bible says, And the morrow, after they entered into Caesarea, and Cornelius waited for them, and I called together his king's men and near friends. He waited with his family members and friends. You know, now we are not expected to gather. So we may not be able to gather friends. We may not be able to gather our relatives. But there are people that live with you in the same house. Verse 30 says, And Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting. Look at it again. A man that had so much food to eat, and yet he was fasting. A man that had so much to eat, and yet he was fasting. He said, I was fasting until this hour. And at the ninth hour, I prayed in my house. I believe you are hearing me and hearing me very well. So he said, and Cornelius said, four days ago, I was fasting until this hour. And at the ninth hour, I prayed in my house. He prayed in his house. And behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing. Verse 31 said, and said, Cornelius, thy prayer is hard, and thy arms are hard in remembrance in the sight of God. And the Lord began now to tell her, I have sent Peter to speak to you. So it is very interesting to note that number one, this man of God was praying, this powerful man was praying and fasting in his house. Again, it is interesting to know that a man stood by him in a vision. You can have vision in your houses. I hope somebody is hearing me. You can have vision in your houses. You can encounter angelic ministration in your houses. You can have revelations in your houses. You can have visitations from God in your houses. You can have miracles in your houses. You can have signs and wonders in your houses. Cornelius said, I want to share a testimony. You can share testimony in your houses. Some of you are saying, ah, when will we come to church to share testimony? You will share. But I want to encourage you, share in your houses. Begin to share testimonies in your houses. Give special numbers in your houses. 
Build an altar for God in your house. This is not the time to be depressed. This is not the time to oversleep. Some of us think that this is just the time to sleep. By the time you are getting back to work, you are obese. You have added so much weight that you end up in hospital. This is the time to keep the spirit, soul, and body together. Do something in your home. So the first revival in a Gentile family began in his home. And he gave his testimony in his home. And you know what eventually happened? Let me quickly read the scripture, that scripture for you from 33. His testimony is still going. Immediately before I sent to thee, and thou hast well done that thou hast come. Now therefore we are all here present before God. Look at a man of that status. We are all here present before God to hear all things that are commanded thee of God. They were there to hear the word of God. Why Peter yet spake these words? Just like I'm speaking right now. The Holy Ghost fell on all them which had the word. I pray that the Holy Spirit will fall upon everyone that is hearing me right now. I am praying that in your homes, the Holy Ghost will fall upon everyone that is hearing me right now, right now, right now. That something will begin to happen right in your homes in the name of Jesus Christ. The scripture says, while Peter was still speaking, he didn't lay hands on anybody. Some of you are waiting until you come to church to receive your miracles. You don't need hands to be laid upon you right now. And if need be, yourself should lay it on the people in your houses. As the word was coming forth, the Holy Ghost fell on them which had the word. And they of the circumcision which believed, we are astonished. As many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. You remember when I was speaking a couple of, I think two weeks ago or thereabout, I told you that the Holy Spirit is a gift and is the giver of all gifts. So they realized that the gift of the Holy Ghost was given to this family. For they had them speak with tongues and magnify God. Worship started in the house. They started worshiping God. They started magnifying God. Magnify the Lord with me. Let's exalt his name together. They started clapping in the house. They started blowing their saxophone in the house. They started playing their keyboard in the house. The Bible said that they were worshiping and magnifying God in the house. Then answered Peter, Can any man forbid water that this should not be baptized? which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they he to tarry certain days. And he, he stayed with them for certain days. Ladies and gentlemen, something can happen in your house and something will happen in your house in the name of Jesus. It was a house revival. But Cornelius created an enabling environment. If you want the Holy Spirit to visit your home with, in, 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 all the time, make sure that there are no quarrels. Make sure that there are no things that, that remove the Holy Spirit, chase him away. Bitterness, unforgiveness, anger, wrath, malice, wickedness, and all kinds of things, immorality, wicked thoughts, injustices in our marriages. Make sure that these things are not there and suddenly you will incubate the presence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will come because the Holy Spirit left every other family and located the family of Cornelius. Why? 
there was a man that became the priest of the house and was praying, fasting, and was a lovable man that loved his family because the Bible said that he commanded everybody in the family. Everybody feared God. So people, the children must have seen his character. The wife must have seen his character. Neighbors could have seen his character. And they decided to fear God and to be part of this. And eventually, the baptism of the Holy Spirit came upon the entire family. The little children, everybody. In fact, I could imagine that that day, everybody that was in that house was filled with the Holy Ghost. That's what the scripture says. And they began to worship. So you can worship at home. They magnified the Lord. They blessed the name of the Lord. And eventually they told the man of John Livers, stay with us for a while. I want to encourage you that within this period, you can erect an altar of worship in your house. That was such an insightful teaching from the woman of God. Now we have come to a very important part of this program where if you would like to give your life to Christ, we urge you to kindly say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life to you today. I confess that I am a sinner, but starting today, I confess of all of my sins. I ask you to come into my life, to make me whole, make me new, and to change me. From today, I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is indeed Lord over my life, and I will never, ever be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have just said that prayer with me, a big congratulations to you. You are now born again, a bonified child of God. Please keep track of our online services and be part of the fellowship. Let's connect in the airwaves to keep the spirit alive. Monday and Fridays, 8 p.m. East African time, join Pastors Prince and Esther Obasike for online prophetic prayers. Wednesdays, we have our online faith clinic teachings from 4.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Sundays, online services start from 11 a.m. All on our Facebook channel, that is RCCG Solution Center Family and YouTube channel RCCG Solutions Family. God bless you all. For any inquiries, prayers, counseling, or to even get the full version of today's ministration, please contact us using the numbers 0720-575-151 or 0721-599-013 or lastly 0721-501-955. And with that, we come to the end of today's broadcast. We thank you so much for tuning in. Till next week, same time, same station. It's bye-bye for now.